Good evening. How is everybody? Good, good, good. I'm good. Have you enjoyed the week? Good. Praise the Lord. We've been talking about amazing acts, and obviously I've not gotten as far as I would have liked to have gotten, but I do feel like we got exactly where we needed to go. Exactly where we needed to go. The Lord did exactly what we needed and uh, what he wanted to do in these meetings. A lot of times you'll find with the Lord, I really, excuse me, I really figured this out by preaching, is I found that if I'm just obedient to head in a direction, I might not go the path that I originally thought, and I might not end up at the place where I thought I was going to end up. But I was still right in the right place at the right time doing the right thing because it wasn't, it wasn't my thoughts of the end destination that I was supposed to go to. It was God's thoughts, and he knows how I tick, and he sent me on the right trajectory to get me where I needed to get to. So a lot of times, if we'll just be obedient, and then we'll be yielding, and we'll yield ourselves to his plan, we'll end up right in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. Amen? And the blessings of God will be poured out on us, and it'll just be awesome. And that's the way it is. Is in preaching. That's the way it is. Uh, that's the way it has been this week. That's the way it is uh, in life. A lot of times you'll assume. So, for example, I thought when we moved to Albemarle, I thought that uh, I, I had actually just purchased a business uh, from, my, from my dad, and I thought I was going to have that business forever. I thought that was going to be, you keep the business, Brian, you make the business run. That'll fund starting the church. That'll do this. That'll do that. I thought I was going to have it forever. You know, I make my dad happy. I took his business. I made something of it and everything. And I thought that's what it was going to be. And I would be really happy to do that. I always have loved business. I, I just always loved business. I used to go down the road and I'd look at empty buildings and go, what business can go in there? What business? Well, that business got us the finances to buy the house in Albemarle to complete the, the vision that God had given us to move here. When, when we got that business and it grew just a little bit, we were able to have the finances to get here in Albemarle where God wanted us to be. Not long after we got here, the Lord started dealing with my heart saying, sell the business. We moved here in 2005. I mean, as soon as we got here and just got settled, God started dealing with me to sell it. And I went, well, I thought it was me. I thought I was just like having feelings because maybe it wasn't going as good enough, fast enough is what I thought. And so I thought it was me. It took me about two years to figure out, no, that's God. Uh, actually, it took, me about, it took me about a year to a year and a half. It took me two years before I, I sold it. But uh, I, it took me a while to figure out, no, this is the Lord. He set me on a path. And why was he bringing us here? To start this. To start this. Huh? Amen. <laughs> Amen. She said, for me. And, and not just you, 
But a lot of people, but it's good for us to take that personally, you know, to start this, to be a blessing in people's lives, to take them to another level, to show them what Christ should look like and how he would operate and how he would be victorious over things and humble and gentle and kind and beat back the devil at the same time and show people how to win in, in victory and live a life overflowing, amen? And uh, he wanted us to start the church. But we couldn't start the church till we got in place. We couldn't be in place till we had the funds. And I believe he wanted to take that business and bless somebody else with it. And uh, I, I believe it's possible that God actually wanted to get that business out of my dad's hands so that my dad could move on into some things. And it was kind of like his baby. And I believe, I actually, when I bought that business from him, uh, I, I thought, He's never going to sell this. That was my thought. He's never going to sell this. And the Lord said, the Lord told me, he said, ask him. I was like, okay. So we came up and I said, hey, I'd like to, uh, I'm thinking about, I'd like to buy it. And uh, he came back a couple of days later and said, okay. And I went, what? <laughs> what? He said, okay. And gave me a really good price for it, too. Like, I mean, you got the dad price, and then you got the really, really good dad price. And he gave me the really, really good dad price. And, and I was like, did he just say he would sell it to us? Like I, and, and so what you see was there was a grace of God. We needed it in our hands to get here. And then we needed to pass it on. And one of the things that happened was, as soon as we got here, he started dealing with us to get rid of it. And I went, what in the world? I thought I was going to have it forever. I, 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 uh, okay. Because then you realize if, if it's God, well, even though I had great plans and great thoughts for it, whatever God's got planned is going to be much better. Because he's such a good God and a loving father. Oh, it's going to be so much better. And so we got it settled. We're going to sell it. And then all of a sudden, one of the things that happened was, you know, I could have sold it and uh, made a pretty ch good chunk of change. Matter of fact, there's somebody that logically should have bought the business and they should have paid us good money for it. But that's not who God wanted it to go to. That's not who, I don't know why. But I can tell you, God got involved. And, and multiple times since that time, the same person has, has told me, I should have bought that business from you. I should have bought that. I'm like, yeah, you should have. You should have bought it. That's what I think. Every time they tell me, I'm thinking, yeah, you should have bought it. it was, that was a good business for a good price. And you were in the perfect position to make a lot of money with it. You should have bought it. But they didn't. And... God went on and he worked a miracle because when we went to sell it, what I should have made off of it, I didn't make off of it. And guess what? That was the Lord. That was the Lord. What do you mean? God, God, God lowered the price. It's God who asked me to lower the price. Part of what we were doing was sowing. And we lowered the price so we could sow. So we've sown literally, Nicole and I, you, you want to know why some of the blessing has come on us. And I'll tell you, because God's word is true. We've so in that transaction alone, we sowed hundreds of thousands of dollars. Hundreds, because God asked us to. Yes, Lord, we'll give it for that. We sowed before we moved here. We, we sowed a house. Yes, 
It was called the ugly house, but it was still a house. It was still a house. Viable, livable, no rent house. We've sold vehicles, more, more than a couple. We've sold you know, vehicles and cars. That's the kind of stuff that you do. And, and why? Because there's a flow. It's not just about what you have. It's about what's coming to you, even as we speak. Here, did, I'm not sure y'all heard that. It, I didn't say coming to us. It's about what's coming to you, even as we speak. It's about what's coming to you, even as we speak. It's about what's coming to you, even as we speak. It's about what's coming to you even as we speak. Coming to you. Because you're sowers. Because you're sowers. It's coming to you. It's coming to you tonight. Do you know what it is that amplifies the seed sown and the harvest? It's the anointing. Do you know who brings the anointing? Are y'all awake tonight? Have, have I preached too long to you too many nights? Are you, are, do you know who brings the anointing? Who? The Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost that brings the anointing through Jesus. The Holy Ghost that we're talking about all week. Pouring it out. Pouring it out. So we get up here and the Lord... The Lord says, I, I want you to sell that business. And if you know the story, basically, the way we ended up selling it, we got paid a little bit for it, but we were taking monthly p payments on it over a period of uh, four years. And uh, it wasn't enough to even pay our house payment. It wasn't even enough to pay our mortgage. So, And she didn't have a job uh, when we decided to sell it. And I didn't have another job. And we didn't know what we were going to do, but God knew. But we knew God had given us his word. We knew God had given us his word. And all of a sudden, the power of God moved. God moved in favor and miracles of financial stuff. And some of you know the testimony, and I'm not going to share it all. But then, it wasn't long after that. That was 2007. 2007. And in at the end of 2007, at the beginning of 2008, he says, I want you to start a church. I want you to start a church. I said, you do? Oh, boy. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to start a church. Like, there's too many churches already. I don't want to start another church. And then we go on and I finally get okay. But he, he just opened me up to the idea of pastoring. That's why we had moved to Albemarle. He sent us here anyway. I want you to start church. I was like, I don't want to start church. I want, I'll go into an existing church, and uh, there's too many churches already. We don't need another church. That was my logic. God said, no, I want you. Now today, I'm really glad we started church. I'm glad that we had nothing to begin with. Huh. Amen. I'm glad we had nothing to begin with uh, because it was... We set up the foundations, whereas it would have taken us years to rewrite that in some people. And even though we might have had a building and stuff, if I moved into an existing church, 
I believe ultimately God set us up to do the great works in this area that God's called us to do. And we wouldn't have learned it. We wouldn't have seen it by going into an existing church. We only would have learned it by starting one from scratch. And now what's ending up happening is there's pastors that are starting churches that are starting to call. They're asking questions. What do you do? How do you do this? There's things we've figured out. There's things that we know how to do. And we started moving in that direction and helping. We're not just helping us now. We're helping many other people, many other churches in that way because we were obedient to God. And so then, of course, you know, we started the church. And when God said start the church, do you ever think that I would have thought that he would have called it Boomerang Church? Like, in, in a million years, I wouldn't have thought that. Like, if God said, guess what I'm going to call this church? Guess what I'm going to call this church? I wouldn't have guessed Boomerang Church. I never would have guessed that. I'd have been like, I don't know, you know. I'd have come up with something religious. I would have come up with something modern. But the last thing I would have called it was Boomerang. That's the last thing I would have called it. Like, that didn't even make good sense. Now, the issue is, y'all, if y'all know the story, it's, you know, it's a vision that he gave me. I saw the body of Christ standing there, and I saw him pick up the body, uh, grab a spiritual weapon, a boomerang, and each boomerang represented each person who is a spiritual weapon in this area. Each one of you is a spiritual weapon in your community. You are a weapon against the kingdom of, of darkness. You are anointed to destroy the works of the devil. Hold your hands out again. These are anointed hands. Say it with me. These are anointed hands. I'm a spiritual weapon in this community. And I saw the body of Christ grab that, grab that uh, supernatural weapon at Boomerang and throw it. And if you know anything about physics, you release all that power into that Boomerang. And it, that power goes out and it expends that energy. It, it, it sends that energy and disperses it out into the world. And it, if it's thrown correctly, it lands right back in the hands of the body, ready to be thrown again every single week. And that was a vision I had five years before that. And that was the vision. That's where the name comes from. And, and you see, there's, you know, that's, that's not religious. That's, that's not religious, but it is godly. And then, of course, the thing that, you know, by listening and being obedient to God. That, remember my point at the beginning. My point at the beginning was you might not know your end destination. You might think it's one destination, but God's got another one. All, and that destination's always going to be the best. It's always going to be the best. You just have to trust God that he loves you so much. How can he tell you something that's going to take you back? How's God who loves you so much going to tell you something that takes you back? There might be temporary things like we thought we were going to get paid a certain thing for the business and we got paid less than that. But in the end, you don't know what that did financially for us. You don't know what that did for us. You know, yeah, in, in the immediate future, it seemed less. But in the, in the future in eternity, it was much more, much more than that. That... That couple hundred thousand that we sowed in that, what's the harvest on a couple hundred thousand? Whoo! What's the harvest on it? And that's just looking in this life. 
What about the spiritual harvest of, of finances that we learned that now I get to take those same truths and pass them to each one. And, and what we learned is multiplied in you and in you and in you. Now what's the harvest? And then that, that understanding of finances on the earth teaches you the spiritual principles of the kingdom that you can understand that you can sow your prayer time. Sow your your food into fasting. You can sow yourself. What's the harvest on that? And it call, all comes back down to when we didn't have what we needed, we had to learn how to stand in faith on our finances. So what's the harvest? So you have to trust that even if it looks lesser at first, God's too good for it to be lesser. That's why when we go back to the scales that we were talking about earlier this week and God says, hey, I want you to give me something. And it looks like it's a cost to you. And, and our flesh wants to focus on the cost. But what we really got to look at is, why is God asking? Why is he asking? What's behind the question? What's he getting us to? And he's too good for it not to outweigh what he's asking us to give to him. It's too good. That's who he is. It's too good. God wants to make his life normal. I'll tell you again, we're talking about the book of Acts. It's a book of God's normal. And every one of us is called to walk in, think about, operate in, meditate on, speak and confess his normal. Not the world's normal, not what you've grown up with, not with what your church has taught you, even this one. We want to go beyond what we've even been thinking before. We want to rise to new heavenly heights. We don't want our church's normal. We want God's normal. We want God's normal. How many people want God's normal? How many people, you're not going to back down from it. You're just not going to quit. You're going to go after it. How many people, you're, you are ready to see the normal of God no matter what it costs your flesh. I'm ready to see the normal of God no matter what, what it costs me in hunger. I'm ready to see the normal of God. There was a guy uh, I heard about just about a year ago. I don't know his name. He was a, a firsthand friend to my friend. And my friend was telling me about his friend. And he said, this guy got hungry for God. This guy got hungry for God. And every night, the whole family would go to bed, and he would go into his recliner. And he would sit in his recliner. And he said, Lord, I'm too hungry for you. And he said, I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to pray, and I'm going to spend time with you. I don't care what it costs me. I'm going I'm to trust you for sleep, but i got to have you. I'm too hungry for you. I'm too hungry for you. I'm too hungry for you. i got to have you. And, and, and there were nights where he would fall asleep in his chair, and, he, and he'd wake up and say, Sorry, Lord, I fell, I fell asleep. I ask you that you forgive me, but I'm hungry for you. Lord, i got to have your presence. i got to have you, Lord. i got to have you. I got to have you. I'm telling you again tonight, I've said it every night this week, there's going to be moments in the service for different people, some, maybe not all, 
But there's going to be a moment where a spirit of faith gets on you and you got to jump out of your seat and run down right then and receive prayer. If that comes on you, you have my permission to come up front. I'll move to you. You are not interrupting the message. But God's moving on people this week. He's changing lives. And so this guy's sitting there and he says, Lord, I got to have you. I'm hungry for you. What does the word tell us? When we hunger and thirst after righteousness, we shall be filled. When we will hunger and we will thirst and we will seek greedily after the things of God, like a predator goes after a prey in Psalms, it says that we will be satisfied. We will be overflowed. We will, we will have, a, we will be gorged. We will be so overflowing. God makes you a promise. Promise. If you'll get hungry, I'll fill you. If you'll get hungry, I'll fill you. If you'll get hungry, I'll fill you. That's not just for pastors. That's for any believer. You got to get to the place where they're feeding you, where they're making you hungry. If you're not in a place that's seeing the power of God, get to another place. You got to be in a place that's making you hungry. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't hit times. How many people, you've been in this place and you've been made hungry in this place, but then you've had moments where your hunger dropped off. Well, the hunger's been there the same the whole time, but a lot of times we stop getting hungry. But you got to be in a place that's flowing in it. Here's how you can tell a place that's, that's hungry. They constantly have signs, wonders, and miracles. Constantly, people are being healed. Constantly, there's gifts of the Spirit in operation. Now, if you're around the gifts of the Spirit in operation, you're not hungry, that's on you. But if, you, if you're not in a church that's, not, that's having signs, wonders, and miracles, then you need to get in another place. That's on that leadership. They need to take responsibility for it. They have a form of godliness, but they're denying the power thereof, and you need to get in another church. Because the Lord says, avoid such men as these. Not only that, but in Hebrews 6, it says, follow those who, through faith and patience, inherit the promises. Inherit the promises. So you're not looking for a place that never inherits the promises. They just give you a feel-good message all the time. You want to get in a place that's drawing you up, that's stretching you out, that's stretching your hands out to God. They're helping you. They're making you hungry. They're, they're stretching you into new places, out of your comfort zone, for the things of God, for the things of heaven, for the things of Jesus, in the Holy Ghost. And he said, he was sitting there and he was like, Lord, I'm just hungry. And nights there would be, he'd fall asleep and he'd say, Lord, I just, I, I ask that you just forgive me for falling asleep. I, my flesh got the better of me. And he'd wake up, he'd start praying again. Lord, I just need you. I got to have you in my life. I got to see more. I got to see more. And of course, he'd get up in the middle of prayer and he'd walk around the house and and he'd walk around and pray in the spirit and go use the bathroom and everything. And one day uh, he got up just like he always does. He walks around the house and, and then he walks back and he looked at his chair and he's startled because in his chair is his body. He's done stepped out. In, he's walking around in the spirit. 
And all of a sudden, he's entered into a place and he has an encounter with God. And God, it's like God shows up in the place and his life is never the same. He starts praying for people and the power of God just starts falling. Power of God's falling, falling everywhere he goes. What happened? Was, was he a pastor? Was he an apostle or a prophet? No, he was just hungry. Do I have anybody who's just hungry that no matter what the cost is, Lord, I'm going after you, whether God's laid something in front of you before. Listen, we were talking about what hangs in the balance, what hangs in the balance, what God's asking you to do versus what's the promise. And it's like we're all waiting around. Well, if Lord, you'll just give me a promise, I'll pay whatever price. You're waiting too long. He's already given you a promise. There's already a promise to do these works in grace to walk in what's normal to God. What's holding us back? There's already a promise. Where's the people that are willing to pay the hunger? Where's the hunger? Where's the thirst? Is it going to be in you? Are you going to be, are you going to be filled? Because there's, God's going to fill you if you get hungry. Are you going to be filled? Because I will be hungry. I will not be left behind. I will not stand in front of Jesus on that day of judgment and be found lacking. I will be full of the things of God. I will be full of the things of God. I will be full of the things of God. Look at, look at what Jesus does simply if, uh, not even the level of hunger that I'm talking about, but look at just if people will just say, Jesus, I ask you, baptize me in the Holy Ghost, and I believe you will by faith. Luke, Luke chapter 11. Turn there real quick. Luke chapter 11. Verse 5, then he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend and goes to him at midnight and says, friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine has come, uh, come to me from a journey and I have nothing to set before him. And from the inside, he answers, says, do not bother me. The doors are already shut. My children are, and I are, are in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. Now, don't you know, that, that's pretty much Christians and non-Christians alike. Don't, don't bother me. I'm in the bed. I'm in the bed. I'm in the bed. How can North Carolina turn bed into a three-syllable word? I'm in the bed. I'm in the bed. But that, when you get exasperated, that's what you do. I'm in the bed. And, and, and a lot of people think, now I want you to see a contrast here because most people preach this like, if you just keep on knocking, God will get up out of his bed. God will get up out of his bed finally and he'll answer your prayer. I cannot, that's how everybody's preached it for the most part. Except for the last 10 years because I don't listen to them anymore. Uh, I listen to people that know the character and nature of God that, that it understands that this is not showing you that God's like the dude in the bed. This is showing you that he's not the guy in the bed. He, he'll immediately answer you. That's the contrast here. He, said, he says, don't bother me. I can't give you anything. He says, I tell you, even though he will not get up, get up and give you anything because he's a friend, yet... 
because of his persistence, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. And so what he's saying here is because he keeps on knocking, he'll get up. That, this evil man and this evil thinking person will eventually get up and get, give him something. He'll eventually give him something. But he's evil. He, he's not thinking in love. He's thinking in his own flesh. He says, but even an evil person, even a fleshly person will eventually get up because he's like, God, this person won't leave me alone. Stop knocking on my door. If I don't get up and help him, I'm not going to get any sleep because he won't quit. Y'all have never had any friends like that. I know y'all have never been those friends. He says, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened open to you. Because he's saying, he goes on and says, look at verse 13, the beginning of it. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. So see, the context here is he's comparing between an evil and a fleshly generation and a loving father. He's comparing between the two different hearts. He's saying, look, even this fleshly person will eventually get up. He's saying, you just keep on knocking, keep on asking. Well, God, here's the thing, that you get hungry and you don't give up hunger just because it didn't get answered right away in your fleshly time frame. Because just because it doesn't get answered in the way you think it should, your destination didn't get reached, doesn't mean it's not getting answered. Because the character and nature of God behind the curtain of the spirit realm is still being a loving father. He's not being evil and fleshly. He's being a loving father all the time. And although the destination that you had figured out, that the marker you needed to get hit, in the flesh and in your logical mind, even if it doesn't get touched and it doesn't get hit, keep trusting God. Keep trusting God. It's not that he didn't hear you. It's not that he wasn't answering you. Maybe it's just where your fleshly logic has, has marked off and crossed in the destination is not the destination God had for you. He had a higher destination for you. He had a more powerful destination for you. He had a more anointed destination for you. So don't think that he's just not answering you or that he didn't hear you like a fleshly man would, like an evil man would. You just know that God will touch your life no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like. The anointing of God, he's moving, he's moving, he's moving in Jesus' name. So afraid it He's moving. God is a loving father. He's a loving father. He's, a love, he's not like this evil and fleshly man. He goes on to say this. He says, so I say to you, ask and it will be given you. In other words, ask him and then trust him and never stop trusting him. Never think that he's all of a sudden turned into a fleshly thinking man. Never even think that. Never even think that. That's not who God is. That's not who the Father is. He's moving in your life. He's behind the scenes, behind the veil of the Spirit. He's working out things that are soon to manifest. 
manifest in your life. He's soon manifesting it in your life. He's soon manifesting. Do you grab? Lord, say it with me. He's soon manifesting it in my life. I have it now. It's manifesting now. It's manifesting now. Because he's not a fleshly man. He's a loving father. He's working on my behalf. Behind the veil of the spirit. And it's manifesting in my life. Right now. That's who he is. Just receive it. Close your eyes. Just receive it right now. He's manifesting in you right now. He's changing things. He's changing things. He's changing things. Glory to God. He's changing things. Ho, ho, He's changing things. He says, now suppose I, I want you to go up there and play behind me. Make it dramatic. <laughs> he says, for everyone who asks, receives. See, he didn't say some will ask and some will receive. He said, for everyone who asks, receives. As soon as I ask according to the will of God, he hears me. Lord, let your will, whatever it is, let your will be done in my life. Lord, bring about a harvest in my life. Bring about a harvest. Switch it to organ just so I feel uh, spiritual. <laughs> Lord, bring about a harvest in my life. When you say, yeah, yeah, there you go. Bring about a harvest in my life. Bring about a harvest in my life. Bring it about. When you ask that, he says right here, you receive it. You're not waiting on it. You receive it. You receive it. Take it down just a little bit and get strong when there's a big strong point. Otherwise, we'll be like, the aliens are coming because it's like, ooh, we don't want to do that. Amen. Like I said, you're in a church that stretches you. Might even tell you to play the organ when you've not played the organ before. If you get drunk, this might not work. <laughs> but don't fight it either. Play on the higher keys. If you play down there, I might have to bury somebody. He says, for everyone who asks, receives. There you go. For everyone, say it with me. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who asks, who asks, receives. Are you in everyone? Yes. Then you should be asking. And what should you be doing if you ask him? Because God is a good God. Yeah. 
not a fleshly man. Everyone who asks, you're going to get it in a second. Everyone who asks, who's receiving? Are you waiting till the end of the service? Are you grabbing a hold of it now? Lord, you're feeding me right now. You're feeding my spirit right now. Lord, I'm not waiting. You're feeding me. Everyone who asks, where to go? Everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who asks, receives. Now, this is just the precursor to ministry. I want you to know I'm still praying for all y'all again. Lord, I'm going to touch you fast in the name of Jesus. You just receive it fast and then go back to your seat. Unless you're knocked out. Because I ain't done preaching. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Everyone who asks. In Jesus' name. 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 In Yeah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. What done gone and happened? In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Don't fall. In Jesus' name. Hold her up. <laughs> In Jesus. All right, you might want to get a chair. <laughs> In Jesus' name. So though everyone who ask. Everyone who ask. Everyone who ask. In Jesus' name. <laughs> that was different. In Jesus' name. Everyone who asks, in Jesus' name. Now when you sit down in your chair, don't you stop receiving. That outpouring still flowing. It's flowing in you right now. It's flowing in you right now. Everyone who asks, why? Because God's a good God. Because God's a good God. Because God's a good God. In Jesus' name. Yeah, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, everyone who asks receives. And he who seeks finds. How many people have been looking for wisdom? You need wisdom all the time. I need wisdom all the time. People say, can I pray for you? Yes, pray for wisdom. I need wisdom. If I'm seeking them, I'm going to find him. If I seek him with all my heart, I will be found by him. I will find him. Everyone who seeks, finds. You may be seated, but you can stand up too. I don't care. That's up to you. Sometimes people receive better when they're standing. Sometimes they receive better when they're sitting. I don't care. Just receive the best you can. You need to be a good receiver to be a good giver-outer. You're not going to be a good giver-outer without becoming a really good receiver-inner. you got to be a good giver-outer, and in order to do that, you got to be a good receiver-inner. you got to get it in you. you got to get it in you. you got to get it in you. Woo-hoo! Yeah. 
All through, I call all these helpers in the nursery, behind the cameras, in the name of Jesus right now, receive in Jesus' name. Just throw up your hands, right? I'm not going to move for a second. You can, you can take your hands off the controls. In the name of Jesus, receive in Jesus' name. Everybody watching online, receive. You're going to seek. You're going to find. You're going to ask. It shall be given. Receive in Jesus' name. You got it now. Yeah, glory. Start. <laughs> to him who knocks, it shall be open. You got a door needs opening. You got a business giving you some trouble. Start asking the Lord. Lord, I'm asking you, open this door in Jesus' name. Knowing what's he going to do. Open it up. You're not opening a myth. You're not asking a miss. No, he says, I want to open up things for you. I want to, where are the people that I've told you to be in that business? I've told you to be in that company and the door doesn't seem like it's open. I've told you to get there. You tell that door to open. I called you there. I gave you that business. Now, if you don't know that you know that you're in the right place, then you got to figure that out first. But if he's called you and you know and the doors ain't opening, it's in God's will and in his intention that they open, that you have favor, just like they had the testimony today. Lord, Lord, open those doors. Turn one month's work into just two days worth of work in Jesus' name. Multiple. That's a 15 times increase. Is there even more today? There's even more testimonies today. More sales today. <laughs> so in, in three days, how long had that taken you? What's happened in three days? Over a month. You said two days was worth a month's worth of stuff. Glory to God. Tell the door, ask the Lord, open this door, Lord, I'm asking you. It's part of my daily bread. He's opening doors right now. Just close your eyes and receive right now. Lord, open these doors. Open the big accounts. Open the big customers. Open the ones that are favor-filled. Lord, open up the people that are going to tell everybody about me the, the good side. They're going to say all the good stuff. Don't open the ones that will talk about me negative. Open the ones that will talk about me positive in Jesus' name. Lord, pour out your favor. And Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and men. Ask him. That's what he wants for you. He wants to increase you. He wants to increase you. He says this. For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. To him who knocks, it will be open. It's not, I'm asking God and maybe he will and maybe he won't. No, he's made us a promise. Made us a promise. No, you ask me and it's, it's under my will. It shall be done. Shall be done. You ask, it'll be opened. You ask, You'll find it. You ask, it will be given. Why? Because he's not a fleshly man 
that he can lie. He's not a fleshly man that don't want to get out of the bed. He's a loving father who's not withholding any good thing from those who walk uprightly. He's a, he's a loving father that will love you with an everlasting love. Even when you missed it, if you'll turn your heart back, repent, change your thinking, change your mind, change your steps and turn back towards him. Get, it, get all of a sudden, get your heart lined up with his. Lord, I missed it, but I need you. I can't live without you. In one breath of a turn back towards God, all of a sudden you're going to find that he's sitting there waiting on you with a big loving smile on his face. Not a mean daddy who's happy that you finally figured it out and glad you paid the price. That's not who he is. No, a loving father that's sitting there waiting on you. You remember the story and the picture that he gave us. What was the picture? The prodigal son and his father. The father seeing his son who had messed up and the father goes running to his son, running after his son. Throws the coat on him. Puts his ring on him. Running after him. We're not looking at a big, mean, fleshly thinking God. We're looking at a loving Father in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Fill her and overflow her, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. That's good. Do you, do you know this one? Do, 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 do. All of a sudden, I want Cracker Jacks and peanuts. I might not should do that. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Now suppose one of you fathers, listen to this, he's talking back to fleshly fathers. He says, suppose one of you fathers, the fleshly dads, is asked by his son for a fish. He won't give him a snake instead of a fish, will he? Or if a fleshly dad is asked for an egg, he won't give him a scorpion, will he? No. <laughs> if you then, being evil, in other words, you still got corruption in you, but you won't even do that. If you then, being corruptive and evil, evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? If you know how to give the right things and not give the wrong things, how much more will your heavenly Father give the right things? How much more will He give what you're asking for? How much more? If you're going to give the right thing and you still have corruption in you, how much more will God, who loves you with an everlasting love, give you those things? Turn my mic up, please. Maybe I'll, there we go, now I can hear me. How much more? How much more? How much more? How much more will God give good things?
If you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father hear this? The normal of God. Where, how does it come? The baptism of the Holy Ghost. How many people does God want to give the normal of God to? Everyone. How, how many people are seeking it? How many people are asking them for it? He says, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? All we got to do is ask. All we got to do is ask. And, and look, if we go to, this is what I want you to see. If we go to the Father and we say, Lord, give me your Holy Spirit. John the Baptist said, Jesus will come and he'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Jesus is the baptizer. Jesus is the baptizer. Jesus is the baptizer. On Sunday morning, I'm going to be the baptizer. The water is the medium that we're baptizing into. But Jesus is the baptizer. Not me, but Jesus. And what's the medium that he's going to baptize you into? The Holy Ghost. He's going to overflow you with the Holy Ghost. It's a separate baptism. It's a separate baptism. And when you get baptized in the Holy Ghost, just like water will overwhelm every part of your body, the Holy Spirit will overwhelm every part of your body. And you'll be filled. And you'll be overflowing. And it'll be awesome. If you need to step down, step down. <laughs> Just stand right here. Help her down. Don't, don't let her walk down the stairs. Good job. Jesus will baptize us in the Holy Ghost. Amen. He will, listen to this, He will baptize us into His normal. He will overflow every square inch of your being with the normal of God. And you will come up dripping with His goodness and His love. Dipped in the Holy Ghost. Dipped in the fire of God. He'll baptize you. Oh, glory to God. We got a new, we got a new piano player. Huh? Are you playing on the right end? I don't want to go. Yeah, and you're from Funeral Town, so don't. That'll be your normal. And make sure you stay in the high notes because. In Jesus' name. And God will take us and he'll say, let me dip you in the best that I have. Let me dip you in myself. 
Let me, let me overwhelm you with myself. I'm not just here just to give you life. I'm here to overflow you with the normal of God. I'm here to baptize you and let you come up dripping with the Holy Ghost. And it's not to be just a one night thing. You're going to experience it tonight if you want to. You're going to experience the feeling and the overflowing with the evidence of speaking in tongues. You're going to feel the power of God surging through your, your spirit, man. You're going to sense the normal of God all over you. That's for you tonight. But it's not just meant to be one night. It's meant to be every day of your life. If you look at Ephesians 5.18, it tells us in the Amplified that we are to be filled with the Spirit on a regular basis. To be being filled. Never to turn back. Never to have a day that we don't ask Jesus to baptize us in the Holy Ghost. Lord, today, baptize me in your normal. Lord, baptize me in your supernatural today. Lord, I'm asking you and if I ask you, it shall be given. And when we approach him by faith, Lord, baptize me in your normal. Baptize me in the normal of heaven. Baptize me in the normal of the garden before sin. Baptize me in your glory. Baptize me, Lord. Baptize me every day for the rest of my life. Let me walk in the normal of God, in the name of Jesus, <laughs> baptize me, Lord. Lord, I need to be dripping with the Holy Ghost. I need to be walking in your normal. I need to be moving in everything you've called me to be. I need to fulfill that destiny. Father, baptize me. Baptize me, Lord. Lord, fill me. Overflow. Overflow in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Baptize me. Just say that with me. Say, Jesus, I ask you, baptize me with your normal. Baptize me with the Holy Ghost and fire. Jesus, drench me in the normal of heaven. I'm hungry for you. I can't go on without your normal. If you won't give me your normal, take me off this earth. But I need your normal. I gotta have your normal. I gotta have the supernatural. I gotta be drenched in your Will. Let him just feel you right now. He's pouring out in you even right now. I'm going to pray for multiple things here in a minute. I'm going to pray that every person that wants to be filled with the Holy Ghost, fresh filled, whether you've been filled before or not, tonight's your fresh filling night. Tonight's your fresh filling night. Tonight's your fresh filling night. I have anybody that receives it by faith, tonight's my fresh filling night. I'm going to be filled on a level that I've never even seen before. Lord, I receive it. Tonight's my fresh filling. Lord, I, I just receive it. Tonight's my fresh filling night. That you'll be baptized with the Holy Ghost and baptized with fire. The evidence of speaking in tongues. You'll have that personal language. That's such a powerful gift 
from God. Such a powerful tool and weapon against the enemy to strengthen you, to help you out. You're going to receive it. Thank you, Father. So, pick it up. Just a little faster, that's all. Thank you, Father. And one of the things, see, I don't want this to be, here, let me give you direction, as I haven't told you. I don't want this to be emotional. I want it to be exciting. Amen. Thank you, Father. Lord, you're going to baptize. I want you to see this. When the Lord outpoured, every time in the, in the remember we talked about Acts as the book of normal. You remember that? Acts is the book of normal. It's the book of God's normal. Before the devil had a response. Before the devil had a response. One of the things that we see, one of the things that we see every time in the book of Acts, before the devil started talking people out of it, every time they got filled, they prayed in the spirit. They prayed in tongues. Every time in the book of Acts. Before the devil could figure out some kind of doctrine against it, he had, the Lord had people speaking in tongues. In Acts chapter 2, it says in verse 4, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. In Acts chapter 8, it says, verse 17, and they began laying their hands on them. This is another thing that you'll see in the book of Acts. How did the outpouring came? come? By the laying on of hands. Men of God would lay their hands on others and the outpouring of the Holy Ghost would be on. That's how the Lord would fill people. Now, it's not necessarily that you have to have hands laid on you. The first, the first one didn't have hands laid on, but you saw after there that when they laid hands on them, they were filled with the Holy Ghost. He says, and they laid hands on them and they were receiving the Holy Spirit. And then Simon saw that the Spirit was bestowed. How did he see that the Spirit was bestowed? The power of God hit them, they started praying in tongues, would be my guess. He saw something that told them they're filled with the Spirit. They're filled with the Spirit. And in uh, Acts 19, it says that uh, Ananias entered and uh, entered the house and laid hands on, on Saul, who was, who was to be the Apostle Paul. He says, be filled with the Holy Spirit by the laying on of hands. In Acts chapter 10, verse 44 through 48, it says, while Peter was still preaching the message, he said, Peter was amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. See, these were people that the religious folks couldn't even be touched. They thought they couldn't even be touched, but they were touched. And what, why did they say that? Because he says, they were Gentiles, he said, but they heard them speaking with tongues and exalting God. So as soon as the Holy Ghost came on them, the sign that they had been filled with the Holy Ghost was they started praying in tongues. And he says, surely no one can refuse for these to be baptized in water for who have received the Holy Spirit just as we did. Just as we did. And then look at this in Ephesus in Acts 19, verse 1 through 6. This is one of my favorite stories. Acts chapter 19, verse 1 through 6. It says, It happened that while Apollos was at Corinth, 
Paul passed through the upper country and came to Ephesus. And he found some disciples. So the disciples, these were people that were born again. He found some people that knew Jesus. Hear that. He found disciples. He found people that knew Jesus. In other words, they had been born again. They had been born again. Just like the disciples had been born again. The disciples had been born again in John chapter 20. Here he found disciples who had been born again. Excuse me a moment. Move them just a little bit this way. Out from the speaker, please. Right over here. Lord, in the name of Jesus, fill them with the Holy Ghost and fire and every other area of his life that needs the filling of the will of God, the manifestation of Jesus Christ. Fill them now in Jesus' name. So in, in Ephesus... Paul found disciples, people that had already been born again. Does your Bible say disciples? Is a disciple somebody who's disciplined after Christ? This is the New Testament after Christ raised. Are we talking about disciples that just followed them or people that are born again? People that are born again, they're disciples and disciplined after Christ. He says, verse 2, he said to them, because look at the first thing he, he did after he found some disciples. Look at, the, look at what's important to God. The first thing Paul did when he found disciples. Look at the first thing that Paul did when he found disciples. Have you, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? See, they were disciples, they were believers. When you believed on Jesus, did you receive the Holy Spirit? The first thing he wanted to know. Why does he want to know that? I can tell you because from the full context of the word, the Holy Spirit will empower you to walk like God wants you to walk. Anybody ever been frustrated and it's like, I just don't feel like I can walk like I'm supposed to walk? Most of the time that's because we've not had a daily dose of the normal of God, the strength of the Lord. Lord, the spirit of joy who is our strength we've not had our daily dip in the Holy Ghost and we feel like we can't do it we feel like we can't make it through because our, we're, we haven't been dipped in the baptism of the Holy Ghost that day our normal is of the flesh and not of the spirit what we need is the filling of the Spirit so that we can have the boldness to be His witness, the boldness to go after Him, to trust Him when the world says don't trust Him, to go after Him when the world says not to go after Him, to go after Him and believe when it looks like we shouldn't be believing. All right, listen, I know they're down there. Let them receive. Pay attention to this. That's funny. This is anointed. You got to learn how to you got to learn how to follow the flow. You watch somebody and you can get in the flesh laughing over them in the flesh and miss the whole point and cut the receiving off and cut off the the flow of the Holy Ghost. It's important. I I know that's funny. I know there's different parts of it, but you have to learn to follow that flow. And what let me let me give you a little point real here real quick here. Many times what people will do Many times what people will do is this. They will see something that the Holy Spirit directed and there was a fleshly manifestation because the Holy Spirit directed it. Okay, so for example, let me give you an example. 
I can be sitting up here and the power of God hit me and it can hit me so strong I can't control myself and I can shake. I can shake, right? And it's God because it's right and I'm yielding to the Holy Ghost and he's the one who's doing the shaking. But then somebody else can see that and say, well, I guess in order to be holy, I have to shake. And then they go up here and, and they think, well, in order for me to receive, I just need to shake. I just need to shake. And that's not what they need to do. What made that moment holy is not the shaking. It was the yielding to the Holy Ghost. What made that moment right was the obedience to what the Holy Ghost said. You know, one person may go up here and the Holy shakes them and when they yield they shake another person may come up here and the Holy Ghost you know stiffens them you know and, and that may be what God tells them to do so a lot of times what will happen in a service and then this is where we're growing we're maturing in the Lord we're maturing in the flow we'll see something that's funny and and we'll mix the joy of the Holy Ghost with the logical funny of the world and now we've got a mixture and not a purity and not a holiness and so we strip the holiness right out of the flow of the Holy Ghost you see that so we have to learn what to pay attention to and it's generally not what's going on in that way it's that anointing I'm telling you right there as I was preaching I didn't know what was happening over here but I'm preaching and I felt the anointing on what I was saying and then I felt that anointing go soup and just slip away and I'm like what what's going on now, I didn't know what was happening I was my my face was this way but I can sense when that anointing's flowing. We don't want to be the kind of people that, that go in and out of God. We want to go into God and stay there and stay in that flow all the time. And it has to do with disciplining a disciple, disciplines their mind and disciplines that walk. Amen? So we have to make sure that although that might have been funny one night in one setting, that might not be where the Holy Spirit's leading us to look at before if he was leading us to look that way probably what would have happened is over here I would have had the Holy Ghost tell me turn around and watch that and point it out but if I didn't do that then I didn't sense the leading that's why many times things will be happening and I'll be walking right by people and stuff's going on but I'll be walking right by them. and then sometimes I'll turn and the Holy Spirit will be directing everybody's attention there so you want to learn how to follow that flow of the anointing amen does that make sense to you that help <laughs> see now that's the Holy Ghost that's the Holy Spirit that's the flow Amen. And see how I just pointed to it? I wasn't even thinking about it, but see what I just did? There's the Holy Ghost right there. That's that flow right back. Now that's the Lord having mercy on us and helping us. He, he, as soon as I gave that correction, all of a sudden he jumped right back in like there's that flow. Amen. How many people are receiving? Amen. So he says, I found disciples. And the first thing he said was, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? Let me give you one more point on this. Thank you, Lord. Watch this. Let's say, let's say that I told you, turn to Acts chapter 19. And then, and then you go read in Acts chapter 19, and I'm preaching. And I, I stop reading from the scriptures, but it's very interesting to you. And I mean, it's the Bible. And you just keep reading. And then you read on down and... You get in, keep reading, and just keep reading. And I'm preaching away, but you just keep reading. 
What's happened is you've let the fleshly interest of your brain take over the spiritual flow because there's an anointing and there's somebody who's anointed to lead people into the anointing and that's the minister whether it's me or anybody else and it's the same thing we can let fleshly things even get us off on God on things that are of God in origination but miss the flow and, and I know that one because I used to do it a lot. Somebody would be preaching, and I'd think, I've heard this before, so I'd just keep reading in my Bible, and all of a sudden, they probably said something that was important, and I totally missed it. And it's because I was more interested in, in earthly knowledge and reading that than I was in following the anointing. So let's follow the anointing, amen? So Acts chapter 19. He says, he says he found some uh, disciples and he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said to him, No. I, I love this. He said, No. We've not even heard whether there be a Holy Spirit. <laughs> and they're like, What you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Holy Ghost? Holy Spirit? Holy who? Holy who? I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't even know what you mean. Now, why was he asking them if they had been filled with the Holy Ghost? Why was that? He was asking them because he knows. You, if you're going to be a Christian in these times, you need the Holy Ghost. You're not going to make it like you should make it. You might make it, but barely you know, sliding sideways, getting some road, road rash on your way into heaven. How about you run the race full of God's glory? Like, I don't want you beat up, torn up, and barely make it into heaven. I want you entering in, in the glory of God. So Paul says, you got born again, but his first question is, have you received the Holy Spirit? Have you? They said, we don't even know that there is a Holy Spirit. So they were born again. They had been, they had been baptized in water, it looks and appears to be. But they had, they had received Christ. They're believers. They're disciples of Jesus. And it says, have you received it? And they, he said, into what then were you baptized? And they said, into John's baptism. And Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in him who was coming after him, that is in Jesus. In other words, they said, we believed in Jesus and we repented. We changed our thinking, changed our life, made Jesus our Lord, and we repented. We were baptized in the water of John's repentance. And then he, then he said this, verse 5. When they heard this, when they heard this, in other words, Paul went on to talk to them. When, he, when they heard about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, they said, well, if that's the case, baptize us, not in John's repentance only, but baptize us in the name of Jesus, in the authority of Jesus, in the kingdom authority of that name. Baptize us into the fullness of it. Don't leave us just sitting here. Baptize us into the fullness of his kingdom. If he's proclaimed it, if he's told us we got to have it, if he's commanded us that you got to have it for every believer. Remember in Acts chapter 2, it didn't just fall on the apostles, it fell on everyone that was 
there and present in the room. It was every believer from the greatest to the least. It was every believer. Every believer. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, see the hands again? When Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Spirit came on them and they began speaking with tongues and prophesying. There were in all about 12 men. When you get filled with the Holy Ghost and you get your personal language, your personal prayer language, some people say private prayer language, but I, I don't really see that. I see it as personal prayer language. It's a, we, we say that because we, the devil's kind of tricked us into keeping it quiet. But it's a personal prayer language. But when you do it, if you pull up those notes at bcnotes.org on Amazing Acts, one of the things that you see, as I wrote out, 19 benefits of praying in tongues. 19, and scriptures to back it up. Listen to this. These... Here's 19 benefits of praying in tongues. Number one benefit, it's an evidence of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Two, it's a sign for unbelievers and believers. Tongues is a sign for unbelievers. That's what the Bible directly says in 1 Corinthians 14. Tongues is a sign for unbelievers. Tongues is a sign. Three, tongues is a witness for God. Remember when they prayed in tongues and everybody heard the witness? In the name of Jesus. Tongues. <laughs> Oops. Obedience that brings the blessing. Obedience that brings the blessing. Tongues is an obedience. Tongues allows us to pray directly to God. Directly to God. All right, now, let me give you some more correction and direction. As soon as I corrected y'all, y'all just went like this. Okay, we're listening. We're being good Christians now. Like, you can take it like from one ditch to the other ditch. And that's what happened. We were like, oh, ditch, oh, ditch, other ditch. Correction with God is never meant to drive you from ditch to ditch. Correction from God is meant to bring you right back to the center. Right in the balance of it. Right? Which means you're receiving just like you were receiving before everybody looked at what was happening. Right? You go right back there. I didn't, I didn't, like, I didn't correct you and tell you to be Presbyterians. <laughs> Like that, you didn't hear that come out of my mouth. All right, everybody be Presbyterians now. No, that's not what I said. I said, pay attention to the flow of the anointing. All you needed to do was say, oh Lord, I, I missed it. I was paying attention to that fleshly thing, the physical thing that was happening. Now let me get back on track and stay right here where I'm receiving and ready to receive the fullness and the normal of God. Let me get right back there. See, now let me show you something. <laughs> let me show you something. <laughs> 
If you start seeing me do this, then maybe get close, okay? <laughs> Let me, I forgot what I was going to show you. What was I going to show him, Lord? What did you tell me? You have to tell me again. Maybe I was walking this way when I said it. Maybe if I walk this way, you'll bring it back. felt that it was something that was cool <laughs> oh oh yeah that was it thank you Lord <laughs> let me show you something <laughs> there's a part There's a part of the corrupted man's nature that always wants to be in trouble. And so as soon as it gets corrective, it flows into condemnation. And that's what we just experienced for a second. Now, because we learn to pick back up on the anointing, we can step out of that. But you have to learn how to exit condemnation quickly, which means, okay, I missed it. Lord, I ask you to forgive me. And, and I immediately move right back into the good graces of God. But what we just saw for in, uh, over the period of a few minutes was, oh, God, we missed it. <laughs> and we just stayed in that condemnation for like five minutes. And then as soon as I showed you go from one ditch to the other, everybody was like, oh, <laughs> oh, right. And you move back to the center ground. Now see, you're receiving again. You're rece and the Lord's helping us too. Like he'll tickle me and that tickles you because you think it's funny when I get drunk. And so he did it. And that helps us. It helps us relieve some of that condemnation. It's one of, the, one of the benefits of joy. So naturally, it helps us to relieve some of that condemnation, move right back to that place. Can you see how the Lord's helping us? Can you see how He's helping us? He's helping us. We have help. We have help. He's helping us. Praise God we have help. Amen? Praise God He doesn't just leave us alone. Praise God He didn't run for the hills just when we uh, start paying attention to stuff that's in, in the flesh. Praise God He doesn't just... No, He sticks around and helps us. Helps us get back in the center of the road. Glory to God. Fixes our tires. Fixes our spiritual tires. 19 benefits of tongues. Evidence of the baptism. It's a sign for unbelievers and believers. It's a witness for God. It's obedience that brings the blessing. It allows us to pray directly to God. It refills our tank and stirs up the gift. Praying in tongues exhorts, edifies, and comforts. Praying in tongues is giving thanks perfectly and worshiping well. Gives thanks and worships well. Praying in tongues prays for the unknowns. Anybody ever wanted to pray but you didn't even know what to pray? Praying in tongues, that answers that perfectly. Perfectly. Praying in tongues solves problems before they arise. Praying in tongues prays the exact will of God. Have you ever wanted to pray and you just didn't know what to pray? Didn't know how to pray, which you knew you were supposed to pray? Praying in tongues will solve that. That's why God wants to give you a personal prayer language to do all of these things. He cares about you. He wants to help you. He wants to strengthen you. He wants you to be strengthened every day for the rest of your life. 
He, it empowers angels to work for us. It empowers, praying in tongues empowers angels to work for us. It removes selfishness from our prayer. It brings life and the fruit of God. It empowers and strengthens yourself. It brings boldness. It builds you, your faith, and your foundation. It increases ability to be led by God. It brings confirmation and revelation in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Fill her, Lord. Fill her. See, you'll be in a situation like, why is he hitting me in the head? And then all of a sudden, there'll be like one more hit. And the Holy Ghost will hit you through it. And nobody will understand it but that person because they'll be like, whoa, I didn't feel the first five, but I felt that one. Sometimes it's the first one. Have you felt it yet? Overflower, Lord. No, you can take it. Don't think you can't take it. It's God's normal for you. You can take it. Don't shy away from it. In the name of Jesus, he's got something for you. Something big. Something mighty. Something big. Something mighty. Something big. Something mighty. So, Savetini. Hororomoso. Stublano Coprero, Stabano Mo, Breme Becrebos, Surabopa Mamadianto Loropo. See? And see, one of the things that I've seen is like people don't understand that till it happens to you. You don't have to understand. I didn't understand it when it first happened to me, but I understood it after it happened. Why? I understood it by the Spirit. I didn't understand it by my mind. I didn't get it. I did, I, my brain still doesn't wrap around it fully, but I know that it's good. I know it's God. I know if I'm asking Him for the Holy Spirit, He ain't going to give me a scorpion. He's not going to let me get a hold of a snake. He's going to give me the Holy Ghost. That's my God who will not allow the Holy Spirit to be counterfeited when I ask I'm not talking to the devil to feel me. I'm talking to my God. I'm talking to my Lord. I'm talking to my loving Father. And when I say loving Father, fill me with the Holy Ghost, he's not going to allow a counterfeit to come in and the devil to jump in and a demon to possess me in the middle of him and the Holy Ghost filling me. Not going to happen. I don't fully understand all of it all the time. But I can get in there and say, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I want you. Lord, I need you your normal. Dip me in your normal. Don't let go of me. Drench me in that power. Fill me with the Holy Ghost and fire. You've commanded me to be filled. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 18 in the Amplified. And do not get drunk with wine for that is excessive indulgence and sensual or fleshly pleasures. But ever be filled. Listen to that command. Ever Christian church at Ephesus, every believer in the church at Ephesus, and every believer from this day forward, I'm giving you a command by the Holy Ghost, God says, ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Ghost. 
The Holy Ghost will stimulate you to the goodness. The Holy Ghost will stimulate you to boldness. The Holy Spirit will have you stand up when others sit down. The Holy Ghost will have you stand up and be a witness when other people won't even bow their head to pray. The Holy Ghost will bring confidence and boldness. It will empower our holy walk. The Holy Spirit is the normal of God. And he wants to fill you with it. Tonight he's going to fill you with it. He's going to overflow you. I want you to see this. I want you to see it. Philippians 4, 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. This is a command to rejoice. Romans 15, 13 says this. May the God of hope. That means the God of joy. The God of joy. Fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in joy by the power of the Holy Ghost. When he told you to rejoice always and he told you he wanted to fill you with joy, he was telling you, I want to fill you with the Holy Ghost. I want to fill you with my power. And I'm commanding you to ever be filled and ever be stimulated by the power of the Holy Ghost. And when we'll let the Holy Spirit do what he wants to do, all of a sudden we will walk like Jesus walked. We will walk in things that will be amazing to your community. It'll be amazing to Albemarle. It'll be amazing to Stanley County. It'll be amazing to Mecklenburg County. It'll be amazing to Montgomery County. It'll be amazing to Rowan County. It'll be amazing to Union County. It'll be amazing all over this area because there's a body that said, God told me to go after the filling. God told me to get baptized and I'm taking him at his word. He's going to fill me. I'm going to ask and he's going to give it. I'm going to knock. He's going to open it. I'm, I'm going to go after him. I'm going to seek him. I'm going to find him. If you're hungry, he'll fill you. If you're hungry, he'll fill you. Are you hungry tonight? Are you hungry tonight? What I want you to see is this. If you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost and pray in tongues, be baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire of God. Be baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire of God. I'm going to pray for those people first. And I'm going, to, I'm going to seek the Lord to give you a word. We're going to take our time. I'm not going to rush it. I'm not going to stay here all night either. But then I'm also going to pray separately after that. I'm going to pray for anybody that needs healing. Actually, I'm going to flip that around in Jesus' name. If you need healing in your body and you need miracles in your body, in your body, I want you to come up right now. I need a miracle. I need it now. And I'm, I believe God's going to feel it. I believe God's going to feel that need. Lord, right now, come up here in the center. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You can tell me what it is. And uh, as I step in front of you, Lord, we thank you for that healing right now. We thank you for that. The other thing I'm going to ask for is when, not right now, but in a moment. Lord, I need financial breakthrough. I need financial breakthrough. I need healing in some way in my finances. That'll be second prayer. 
We're going to pray for that. And then I'm going to pray for every person to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Listen, don't just think, do I want to be filled tonight? Think this. My Lord and Savior told me in, in Ephesians, I should be filled. He commanded me to be filled. And so I'm expecting every person in here who's a believer to take that just like the church at Ephesus took it. He said, have, what were you baptized in? Uh, Lord, he said, have you been baptized in the Holy Ghost? Well, I might not even known that I needed to be baptized in the Holy Ghost, but I know it tonight. I had it preached to me. I had it taught to me. And I know right now that I'm going to walk in it in Jesus' name. Father, right now, I'm going to pray for each one of you. And I'm going to pray. I'm going to take the time that the Lord tells me to take. No more, no less. Now, just because I pray for you more or less, don't you think that that's not getting it to you. As soon as I pray for you, I want, if there's something... Some of you might be able to tell, some of you might not. But if you can't tell, you take it saying, I believe I have received. But if you can tell, I want you to test it out. And I want you to try it out. I want you to do what you couldn't do before. All right? Y'all agree? If you don't agree, I'm not praying for you. Thank you, Lord. All right? Put on the overflow song. Let's give him a break. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Right now, in Jesus' name, the normal of God come down in this church. The normal of God be right here. The normal of God be right now. In the name of Jesus, body be well. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, body be well. I speak peace and grace in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands on your stomach. In the name of Jesus. Is that right? And your eye. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Body be well in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, right now for your goodness and your mercy. Oh, Freddy. Both? <laughs> Ringing in both? And this eye. Sorry, wiping my mouth. So, take your glasses off if you would. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Whatever's troubling her, be removed now in the name of Jesus. Loose your grip. And there it is. Thank you, Father. Right now, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Tell me about the ringing. Ears be made well now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Tell me. Okay. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, wholeness and restoration be in Jesus' name. Thank you. In Jesus' name, be made whole. Thank you, Father. Hey, hey, what you believing for? Amen. So then they call the body alterable. Body, soul, and spirit come into line now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. 
Let everything that's not of you loose that grip and be removed. Yep. Every spirit of infirmity. Come off now. Come off now. Come off now. In Jesus' name. Come off now. In Jesus' name. Not according. Come off now. Loose your grip. What is it? This one? So Here, sit down. So Palekaramoso. Thank you, Father. Pull it up. So Pramanovo. Man, I feel the spirit of faith. Thank you, Father. Let me see it. Let me see the ugly part. Okay. Body, be well. Swelling, go down now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I just remove every bit of that poison. It shall not affect you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, we receive that healing virtue now is working in you now. Glory to God. <laughs> Check it again in just a few minutes. Yeah, I curse that. I curse that venom of whatever bit you be neutralized now in the name of Jesus and every bit of swelling go down. Ankle move like it should. Let every bit of pressure be removed now in Jesus' name. What is it? End stage renal disease. Good. Amen. So, I come against these diseases and every grip. Thank you, Father. So, Turn this way. Turn that way. Lord, loose every grip that's tried to hold on back here in Jesus' name. Everything that's tried to hold on in the Spirit. Loose your grip now in Jesus' name and be removed. Thank you, Lord. Take it out. Let it be whole and healed in every way in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. That was impressive. You did good. I'll pay you extra tonight. Your shoes slick. They slip. I understand. Thank you, Father. Tell me. Mm -hmm. Yep. Hey, the Lord just told me, go walk around. Walk around. And then I, when I got up here, the Lord reminded me about my thyroid issue. Okay. All right. Thank you, Father. Right now, every bit of pain, everything that hurt in that foot, let that pain be removed now. Yeah, I just see strength coming into you, coming into your ankle, coming into your foot right now in Jesus' name. Thyroid, work together for good right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Remember, check. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. All right. Thank you, Lord. Every infection, every infection that has tried to come against this body, I curse you in the name of Jesus. You die at the root and be removed out of this body now in the name of Jesus. Yeah, thank you. That report's going to be good. That report's going to be miraculous in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. It's reset now. It's reset now in Jesus' name. It's reset now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right, come over here. I already prayed for you. Did you check it out? Right there. Okay. Raise your arms up high, as high as you can get them. High as you can get them. Thank you, Lord. Soprama Otobolso. Thank you, Lord. Father, right now, raise as high as you can get them. Thank you, Lord, right now for strength in Jesus' name. Socorobolso. Bolomoso. Decorobolso. Thank you, Father. So put them down. Thank you, Lord. Socorobolso. Yeah, Lord, right now, loosen that up in Jesus' name. Loosen it up in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Now try it again. Raise them up. Yep, that feel different. Feel di <laughs> well, that's pretty good. <laughs> that feel different. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do it again. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Y'all didn't see his face when he did that the first time. He went, oh, like that. But you started to do that, and then you went like that. What happened? It started getting really hot, and then he said it just felt like something was different. Amen. God is so good. Amen. Glory to God. He's a good God. Amen. What is it? The bone is healed. Mm -hmm. Now it's time for the tendons to Okay. This one? Father, right? Well, we just saw it happen. We just saw it. Lift as high as you can. That was a little pained getting up there. Okay. All right. Put them down. Thank you, Father. Let every tendon be loose. Let it not be stiff right now. Yeah, it's right now. I see it. It's happening right now inside of you. Every tendon loosened up in Jesus' name, like a Holy Ghost oil. Sultani, <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Yeah, there it is. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father, for that looseness. Now, don't be concerned that I'm going to ask you to put it up, because you're going to put it up. It's going to be different than what you just did, okay? Now put it up in Jesus' name. Amen. So, hope was it different? Some, all the way, or still need more? All right. Hold it there. It's working in you right now. You felt the difference between the first and the second, did you? Yes, sir. How much difference was it? A lot. A lot? Glory, glory to God. Yeah, you feel that anointing? Thank you, Lord. All right, raise them on up. Raise them on up. Stretch them out. You're working that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Put them down. Put them up slowly. You don't have to do it fast. Put them up slowly. Glory to God. <laughs> That's different, isn't it? 
You wince the first time you did that. That time you didn't even make a face. Do it again. Slowly. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Healing, and it's still working in you right now. Thank you, Father. What is it? Shoulder. Thank you, Father. It didn't just happen, did it? <laughs> what could you not do? Show me first what you couldn't do. That's about as high as you can get. Without feeling pain. Okay, come over here. Woo -hoo -hoo. All right, do it again without feeling pain. Yeah, that anointing's already coming on you. You're going to see it's easier even now than it was over there in Jesus' name. Now, I'm telling you that not because I feel it. I can sense it in the Holy, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Even while you're, it's strengthening. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. All right, put it down. In the name of Jesus. Lord, loosen every tendon. Let everything be in place. In Jesus' name. Yeah, there it goes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hey, hey, hey. Now, don't fall out because I want you to lift your arms so everybody can see it. All right. Thank you, Father. Now, lift it up. Lift both of them. <laughs> Put them down. Put them down. Now, lift them up. So Thank you, Father. Loosen it up in Jesus' name. So then Don't fall out. Hold them up. <laughs> yeah, that anointing's working in you now. Put it down. Put it down. Glory to God. Now, Father, put that back in line in Jesus' name. Put it back in place just like it should be. Let it be like brand new. Just like just like my dad's throat. Give him like a teenager throat, Lord. The devil tried to put that cancer in him. And you took it out and put in a teenager's esophagus. Thank you, Lord. Let it be just like that. Let it be brand new. Like a teenager's shoulder in Jesus' name. Not even causing them pain even right here. No more pain right there in Jesus' name. Thank you. Is that right? So Now raise it up. Raise it up. Woo glory to God. <laughs> now, try to go straight by your ears. Ho, oh, oh, oh. go ahead, work it. Hey, so, all right. Glory to God. All right. You felt a little bit of pain right there. All right. Now put them down. Now watch. Each time you do it, it'll get less and less. You're working. You're saying, Lord, I trust you. I believe you. I'm putting faith with it. Do it again. So, not as much pain that time. Right? Yeah, less. Amen. A little bit still, though? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> That's a lot better than here. <laughs> Are y'all watching this? <laughs> How about that? Do it one more time. Just because the devil tried to steal it from you. <laughs> Just because he was a jerk. And he deserves to watch. Maybe one more. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> That's been a while. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Glory. Come here. Yeah. Serena. 
How's your eye? It's better. It's better? Yeah. Glory to God. What's it causing, huh? Well, it has pressure. They had pressure? Yeah. They don't have any pressure now? Well, glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come here. Come here. <laughs> that was it. You can go. <laughs> I was telling him to come here. <laughs> your ear was still giving you trouble? Does it feel like it's still giving you trouble? Or is it, did it improve any? Not sure? Yeah. Father, thank you right now. Turn, turn this way. Turn this way. I'll catch you. I'm a, I'm a good catcher. I called a lot of people. Father, right now. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. That spirit of, of deafness, that is incomplete parts. Lord, you're the one with the parts. Put them back in right now in Jesus' name. Fix them and make it. Yeah, I see it happening. Thank you, Lord, for putting those parts in. In the name of Jesus, hearing be 100% whole in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now I'm expecting if something changes, you let me know. Because <laughs> I'm expecting you to have that face like any second. So, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. There it is. Just say, Lord, I believe. I receive it. I have it now. I have wholeness now. I'm not waiting on it. It's mine. Thank you. Is it? It's yours. It's yours. Thank you, Lord. You feel that anointing working in you? Now, I'm not talking about just feeling it in your ear. Do you sense that anointing flowing into you? You do? What does it feel like? Buzzy? <laughs> buzzy in your ear or buzzy in, in your inner man? Huh? In your inner man. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for your name. Thank you, Lord, for your love. If he gave us Jesus, how will he not freely give us all things? Thank you, Lord. You're freely giving this right now, something that's bothered him for a long time. And your love and your mercy is fixing it for good, not to be returned and not to go back, but to be whole in Jesus, to receive the fullness, to receive the wholeness in Jesus' name. Don't go anywhere. Just keep receiving right now. Turn towards me. Just keep receiving right now. Put your finger in that ear, the other one. There you go. Now, can you tell any difference whatsoever? Can't tell any difference yet. But yet you felt the anointing going, huh? Quieter. quieter. Was there a buzz before? Uh, what? Was there a buzz before? Mm -hmm. No. So it, it sounds even quieter. So there wasn't a buzz or anything. Sound, by quieter, you mean less volume, less clarity, or less, or you have more peace now. What are you, which one are you saying? Less volume. Less volume. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Well, here's what I'm saying. 
take that down. All right, here's what, I'm, here's what I mean by that. In other words, something's happening, yeah. right? Something's working, something's being repaired right now as we speak. Yeah. Lord, complete it. Do it right now. Complete it in Jesus' name. In Jesus, he's working on it right now. See, some people would say, oh, well, it's quieter. It's gotten worse. No, it didn't get, that's what the devil would try to tell you. It's not getting worse. No, that's the Lord fixing that. He's putting the parts in. He's fixing what needs to be fixed, taking out what needs to be taken out. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Now just keep, keep receiving. Keep receiving. He's working right now. Amen. Tell me, what was it with your eye? Can you tell a difference? I, I, I can't. That, that's a, I, what was going on with it? I have glaucoma, but uh -huh. um, I've had a lot of issues with pressure, and I can't see out of the center. All the, out of the center? Okay. And it's the same fuzziness right now? Okay. What about your ears? Ringing? They're still both in both ears and still there. Now, I don't know if you understood while you were out, but about four people got healed right here on the spot with different things. So God's not going to skip over them and, and skip over you guys. Amen. Take your glasses off. Thank you, Lord. Just I, say this with me. Say, Lord, I believe I receive it right now in Jesus' name. Every bit of pressure be removed now in Jesus' name. So hold the kidney today. Now, every bit of ringing be removed now. Lord, let your anointing go. Yeah, thank you, Father. Settle that ringing down in the name of Jesus. Settle it down now in Jesus' name and let it never return. There's that anointing. Thank you, Father. You sense that anointing. Now, here's what I want you to understand. You can't have the anointing and him not be healing you. <laughs> so I, you got it now. You got that anointing right now. Right now. His healing is working on you right now. That anointing is bringing normal right now in Jesus' name. Yeah, every bit of ringing come out now in Jesus' name. Every bit of pressure be removed. Let that vision be pure with no pressure. Push it from the back. Hey, glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Glory to God. It's working in Go ahead, test it out. <laughs> test it. The ringing's gone. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I don't want you to. It's gone. <laughs> I don't want you to half test it. Full test it. <laughs> no ringing. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. The normal of God. Now that same anointing right here in Jesus' name. Tell me, is that vision any different? Any better? Any change that you can see? Not that you can see. Keep looking. Keep looking. You're working it. Lord, I'm 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 putting it putting it to work right now. Look around. 
Thank you, Lord, that pressure being released and removed right now in Jesus' name. The pressure, same, same type of pressure. That spirit of infirmity that's trying to keep pressure in her head be removed now in the name of Jesus. Loose your grip over her life and over her future. You have no authority. Be removed now in Jesus' name. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> take her take her to her seat and let her sit down. <laughs> hey, now, that's working in you. It's working in you right now. You've received it. Amen. Now, you're not in the spotlight here. Jesus is in the spotlight. Amen. Glory to God. What's it doing now? Has it changed any since I walked away? Huh? Oh, I need to talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking actually a little bit lower than normal. Huh? It's going back up? The volume's going back up? Well, it's going to keep going back up in Jesus' name. Keep going in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for bringing fullness, full healing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. It's working in you now. Now listen, all right, you can go ahead and have a seat. And, and I want to tell both of you, you're not in the spotlight. Jesus is in the spotlight. And so I want you to don't, because the devil tries to make it about you. God is faithful. Lord, I trust you that you're faithful. Amen. And I'm expecting, it wouldn't surprise me at all if before we leave here tonight, turn, play another song. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if tonight all of a sudden we're praying for somebody and, and you go, whoa, oh, hey, <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden something pops, something looks different, something sounds different, amen. Keep receiving, just like what I was saying earlier, don't go from one ditch to the other. Don't stop receiving because you moved from the altar to the chair, amen. Sit in that chair, keep receiving, Lord, you're working on me now, right now in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah, there you go. Hallelujah. Now, financial blessings, I want you to come up quick. I need, I need a financial blessing. I need a breakthrough in my life. Thank you, Father. I want you to do something when you get up here. I'm going to pray for you quick. Ushers, move with me quickly. I want supernatural, miraculous breakthrough and favor. I need it in abundance for every good work. I need supernatural miracles. I'm need, Lord, as you bless me, I'm going to bless your kingdom in every way. <laughs> Still working? <laughs> That's good. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Hold your hands out like this, like a cup, like the Lord's going to pour into the cup of your financial life, and it's going to overflow, and it's never going to be the same. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Lord, bless her. In Jesus' name, 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 receive for both you and buddy. He's still on the crown. Bless her. In Jesus' name, overflow. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, bless her. Bless her. Bless her in the name of Jesus. Yeah, bless in Jesus' name. I see it. You're going to, 
You're going to have decisions. You're going to have decisions to make. And it's going to put you in such a place of financial blessing. And you're going to, things are going to turn. Where it's like they've been throttled. They're not going to be throttled. Things are just going to be like working like, like miraculously in, in your finances in Jesus' name. Thank you. It'll come to some decisions. I see you sitting at a table or sitting at a desk. And, you, and you're sitting there. And uh, I know I don't see you doing this, but I know what God wants you to be. Is when you're sitting at that desk, normally you would have made earthly and logical decisions. But you're going to need to say, Lord, I need your wisdom. I'm asking you for wisdom and give me that wisdom. So, Lord, give her that wisdom in Jesus' name. So, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Bless and overflow. In the name of Jesus. Lord, pour out your normal in their finances. In Jesus' name. Pour out your normal 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 in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Hey, hey, hey. Amen. Now, if you're wanting to be filled and baptized with the Holy Ghost and praying in tongues, fresh filling today, whether you've ever been filled before or not, Lord, I'm not leaving here without a fresh overflow of your, norm, of your normal. I need the supernatural in my life. I want, I'm asking you, Jesus, baptize me with the Holy Ghost. Baptize me with fire. Drench me in your essence. Drench me in your presence. I will not be denied. I need the 19 benefits of praying in tongues. I need my prayer language. I need the overflow of God. I need the amazing acts in my life. I need the supernatural. Lord, I see it as normal for your children. I see it as normal for your believers. I see it as normal and I need to walk in it. I need to over, be overflowing in it. I need Mark. I need my life marked by your fire in Jesus' name. What does the word say when you ask him to do it? What's he going to do? When you ask, what's he going to do? You're going to receive. When you ask, what are you going to do? When you ask of the Lord, what are you going to do? Thank you, Father. So did it possible. Now look here. Yeah, every one of you. You're going to sense the presence of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Lord, baptize them in the name of Jesus. Oh, he's going to start filling you before I even lay hands on you. He's going to start overflowing you. And then when I lay hands on you, it's going to be like the top off that then just shoots out of you like a firework, like a fountain of firework. And you're going to start receiving before I even get to you. Thank, just ask them right now. Say, Jesus, I'm asking you. And I'm receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire. And I receive it. I have it now. And I'll pray in the Spirit. And I'll have all the benefits of it. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Father. So the decodable. 
Every one of us needs a fresh filling. Every believer needs a fresh filling of the Holy Ghost every day, every day, every day. Don't let this moment slip by you. It's going to catapult you into the rest of your life filled with the wisdom of God, filled with the anointing of God, filled with the blessing of God. In the name of Jesus, sure, filler and overflower. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Oh, filler, Lord. So just like at the first, they received the Holy Ghost and fire and tongue filled and overflowing in Jesus' name. So mark them with your fire. Lord, fill them up in the name of Jesus. So to Fresh infilling. Fresh infilling. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Lord, baptize them with your fire. Baptize them with your fire in Jesus' name. From the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Let him be a flame of fire. A minister of the flame of fire. Everywhere he goes, he'll carry your fire in Jesus' name. Kindle that fire in him like never before in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Lord, in the name of Jesus. So, fill and overflow now in the name of Jesus. He's filling you up, filling you up, filling you up, filling you up. Things won't even look the same. Things won't feel the same. Even your thoughts towards things, they won't be the same. Oh, filler. Oh, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Don't shut down your receiving. Just receive. Just receive. Say, Lord, I receive. In Jesus' name. Oh, Phil. In the name of of Jesus in the name of Jesus from the top of his head to the soles of his feet yeah, baptize him in your fire Lord. in your fire Fill them up from head to toe in Jesus' name. Put your receiving on. You'll be receiving before I even get to you. Ho, 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 ho. In Jesus' name. 
filled than overflow. There it is. Woo-hoo. Glory to God. Glory to God. Filled and overflow. Filled and overflow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Fill in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fill them and overflow them next. In Jesus' name, by Corobo Palarobo, Robo, Bota Canamosi, Monte Brothers. Feel and overflow. Feel and overflow. Banio Coroboto. Let me tell you something. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's not me filling you. It's the Holy Ghost. It's Jesus baptizing you. It's Jesus baptizing you. It's not me. Don't wait on me to have a feeling. It's not me. He's filling you. He's filling you now in Jesus' name. He's filling you now in Jesus' name. He's filling you now in Jesus' name. He's filling you now. He's filling you now in Jesus' name. He's filling you now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, so prakadamosado cooperatedi filled and overflowed. Lady Kadamosabom, you need to start asking. You need to start asking right now. And then there's a reason I'm telling you this. You need to start asking, Lord, I want your baptism of fire. I want your baptism of fire. I want your baptism of fire. Lord, let her be marked forever. The things that she's been wanting, wondering why things aren't working, wondering why things should be at a different place than what they've been. She needs that baptism. Lord, I ask you right now, baptize her in the fire of God. In Jesus' name. Same, same. In Jesus' name. Say, Jesus, I ask you, fill me with your fire. Let me be marked and never return. Never return. In Jesus' name, I'll never be the same. Hunger for it. Hunger for it. Hunger for it. To stay in it. To stay with it. In Jesus' name. Lord, I need it. I want it. I desire it. And Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, let your fire Surge in Jesus' name. You've just touched pieces, but you've not touched it all. You're going to touch it all in Jesus' name. So you're going to touch it all. Lord, let that fire burn in her. Let that fire burn in Jesus' name. Let that fire burn in Jesus' name. Let that fire of God, fire of God, burn in Jesus' name. Let that fire of God burn in Jesus' name. Burn in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. If you need to come up, come up and find the space. Thank you, Lord. Fire of God, burn. Fire of God, burn. Fire of God, burn. In Jesus' name, Mota do Kodamoso, Roma Motorabosa Bosa Bosa, Roma Mania Torabosa, come up here. Thank you, Lord. 
If you're still back there seated and you need to get prayed for, come up now. Now's the time. I'm not going to be praying very much longer. Father, I pray right now for everybody that might be watching online. Lord, right now, let them be blessed. Let it be pressed down, shaken together. Let the fire of God and the baptism of the Holy Ghost fill and overflow everyone that's asking you for it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Just ask them, everybody that's standing here, Lord, fill me fresh today. Lord, fill me fresh today. Fill me fresh today. I need your fire. I need to pray in the Holy Ghost. So now if you've never prayed in the spirit if you've never prayed in tongues and you want to pray in tongues I want you to come up as soon as I'm I want you in just a second tell me when I step in front of you say I want to pray in tongues I want that gift I want those benefits that God's laid out for me if you want to you want to pray in tongues you just tell me thank you Lord Say this with me, everyone. Jesus, fill me with the Holy Ghost and fire in Jesus' name. He said, if you ask according to his will, it shall be done in Jesus' name. Filler and overflower in Jesus' name. Filler and overflower in the name of Jesus. Fresh breath of the Holy Ghost. Fresh breath of the Holy Ghost. Lord, fill her up. Overflow her. Let your anointing flow through her. She's had moments with you. Let every moment of the rest of her life be filled with the overflow of God. With your anointing, Lord. Let her move in your presence. Let her not rebel towards it. Let her not grieve it. But Lord, let her hunger for it and fill her and overflow her in Jesus' name. Now put your hands on your belly and I'm going to pray. And you're going to feel the power of the Holy Ghost fill you and overflow. You may feel them stirring already inside of you. Thank you, Lord. Right now, in Jesus' name. Fill her out of her belly. Will flow rivers of living water. Just pray in the spirit with me. Pray out loud. Speak as loud as I am. Fresh infilling of the Holy Ghost. Keep praying. The Lord says, you need to pray more in the Holy Ghost than you have been. You, you've been kind of walking by it and not quite doing it as much as I want you to. If you'll do that, it'll make life so much easier and you'll be filled and you'll have the joy that, that you're looking for deep within yourself. You'll have the joy of me and it'll be awesome and you'll smile and everybody will say you're so pretty because you smile. <laughs> They'll say, oh my goodness, I wish you'd smile more like that. That's awesome. And that joy will flow out of you. That joy will flow out. Fresh Holy Ghost. Fresh fire. Fresh fire of the Holy Ghost. Fresh fire of the Holy Ghost. Fresh fire of the Holy Ghost. Fresh touch of the Holy Ghost. 
Fresh touch of the Holy Ghost. Fresh touch of the Holy Ghost. Fresh touch of the Holy Ghost. Fresh in Jesus' name. Pray in the Holy Spirit with me. There you go. Yeah, that's him. That's him. Now just speak out those syllables with me. Some pray with me. Samo tota fandalo kodami tanani. Brahma toraboso. I can't hear you. Moban, pray so I can hear you. Soparani kerede, hey te kerede. That's a whisper. Sotanano hopurabandano banamosa. Maniata la do torabo. Rupa sehe kerede. Sonamosa banamania. Yana kodabe te kerede. Put your hand on your belly. Soparamosa banamone karabosa. Brahma to kobeya. Bato kuzum. You feel that flow through you? I can't do that, can I? That's him. He's answering your prayer. Thank you, Lord. Overflow. Overflow. In Jesus' name. Overflow. In Jesus' name. Overflow. In Jesus' name. Say, Lord, fill me. I want your filling. I want your overflow. And you can have it in Jesus' name. <laughs> now, right now. Put your hand on your belly. Both of them. Out of your belly will flow rivers of living water in Jesus' name. Those syllables will come up from your spirit, man, into your brain. That's not you making them up. And where the Holy Ghost gives utterance, you just speak that out. Lord, in Jesus' name. I'm going to be faithful to you. I must do my part and do the speaking. Now just pray with me. Oh, oh, you feel that flow? Oh, so just keep praying. Watch how it goes. You can control that flow by your prayer. Pray with me. Fill her and overflow her, Lord. You can do that at any time you decide to. Lord, I just want to pray perfectly right now. Fill her and overflow her in Jesus' name. I didn't think I could receive tonight. So fill her and overflow. Fill her and overflow in Jesus' name. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Suho prepane karaboso, bombanopo se kodonos. Rupa, pray. Botanaboso, pray in the Holy Spirit. Mantokanabosa, banio kodoro. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Whoo. You want to pray in the Spirit, but you haven't done that before? Or you want to pray better, more, in Jesus' name? Just come up right now. I want a more, more of a flow. Amen. You prayed just this week, but you want more. All right. What's going to happen is when I pray for you, it's going to pop up in your spirit again like it did the other night. You just let them flow. 
Whereas your brain was kind of like, wow, this is different, this is weird. Don't think about that part, right? That's your logical brain trying to make sense of it. It ain't gonna happen because it don't make sense to the logical brain. <laughs> it's a spiritual thing, right? And so you just let your spirit flow. Let the Holy Ghost flow through your spirit and you say, Lord, I'm lining up with you, amen? It'll be so easy. Thank you, Lord. Just in Jesus, and there it is. That didn't take long. You see, it's trying to pop up in you already, isn't it? <laughs> Just pray with me. Pray with me out loud. The more you speak, the easier it'll get. Suto koda bolsa bolsa, bonda bloka lady, koda na bolsa mania tarade. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Senio bariremo. Put your hands on your stomach. In Jesus' name, rivers of living water, not just a trickle, not just a stream. Rivers. Now, don't focus on the syllables that you have memorized. Let them bring the next one to you. So that in nada, la luz of rota caraboso, botenko babalo so cofede, bonda la boso, grande de kiatorodopo, ba opre, tedene. He's going to bring you different syllables besides just the ones from the other night. Opre cana yetene ando toto frele foto, broma tokorose, dede kotsodo. Keep praying while you're down there. Keep praying. Raise your hands again. Keep praying with me. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Lord, Now watch this. Stop. And when you pray, I'm going to tell you to pray again. And when you pray, as soon as you start praying, you're going to feel the flow of the Holy Ghost in you, right? All right? So start praying and watch. You can look at me. You feel that? What did it feel like? It felt like, like a rush. Like a, a rush through you? Amen. All right. Now watch. Do it again. Because the Bible says you stir up the gift. How do you stir up the gift? You stir up the gift with the gift that was in you by the laying on of hands. That's the gift of the Holy Ghost. And when you pray in tongues, it stirs up your spirit and it cranks up the volume on it. So watch this. Pray again. Every time you do it, it's like, whoo, like a jolt, right? Isn't that right? Amen. I can see you kind of, amen. Do it again. Now just let it flow. Just worship Him by your praying in the Spirit. Worship Him by praying in the Spirit. Feel that? Yeah, overflowing more. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right, turn that down. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Anybody else that I missed? Thank you, Lord. Now listen, I do want to say this. I don't feel like we're quite done. So if you need to come up and get prayer for a fresh feeling to pray in the Spirit, why, why do you have to be concerned about something God told you to do? You don't. 
He loves you with an everlasting love. He's not like a, like a fleshly dad. And he's not going to tell you something that's weird. It's not weird to him. It's weird to a fleshly world, but not weird to him. If you need to come up, he wants to help you. Being filled with the Holy Ghost is a help. It's not a hindrance. It's a help. Praying in the Spirit. Oh, I can't tell you how many things he solved as I prayed in the Spirit of God. As I prayed out in tongues. And he's given me that. So I just ask you right now if you need to come. If you're watching even online. If you need to come, come up right now because I'm getting ready to close. But if you're watching online and you're saying, Lord, I just ask you to touch me. Father, right now, I just want you to touch everybody that's watching. Lord, fill them with the Holy Ghost and fire. Fill them, Lord, with your spirit in Jesus' name. If they don't know you, just if you don't know the Lord and you know you need to know him tonight, just pray this with me. Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. And I believe you died for me, and I believe God raised you back to life. And when he raised you up to life, you didn't leave me in that place of death, but you raised me to life with you. And so, Lord, I receive you as my Lord and as my Savior. Thank you for accepting me into my family, for saving me from an eternity of hell that I can be with you and be in fellowship with you from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. We love you so very much. I'm sure we have... Some, huh? Aha. Amen. Aha. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Man, I'm so pleased with you for coming up. So pleased with you. Here, let's come over here. So pleased with you. When I told him to turn the mic up, it's really not working out good in front of the speakers. Thank you, Lord. Man, I'm so pleased with you for coming up. Did the, did the devil try to have you, like, scared almost? Yeah, you're not the first person that's happened to. Did you know that happened to me too? Mm-hmm. Yep, I was sitting there. I was like, I don't want to do that. Mm. 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 I don't want to do that. My flesh was like, but I was like, you know what? If Jesus is my Lord, then he's my Lord. And he told me to do it. So if he's my Lord, I got to go, which is what you did. I'm so pleased with you. Thank you, Father. Lord, I ask you to fill them. Have you ever been filled with the Holy Spirit before? Ever prayed in the Spirit? You want to? Amen. Huh? You going to? <laughs> Put your hands on your belly. Thank you, Father. Lord, let your anointing come all over them. Let them be filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. In the name of Jesus. There's his anointing flooding through you right now. That's him filling you with the Holy Ghost. I know you feel it. You're shaking. Did he answer your prayer? When you ask him for it and you came up by faith, did he answer you? He's been moving on you all week. It's been leading up to a moment that you too, CJ, can walk in God's normal. Not just the pastor, not just every other person, not just all the adults, but you too will walk filled in his normal. God can use you and he will 
in Jesus' name. Lord, let that joy overflow. You're never going to be the same from this night forward. Something's happened. Is that right? <laughs> you can feel it. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy in Jesus' name. Lord, baptize them in the Holy Ghost and fire in Jesus' name. Now, right now, you're going to have syllables that are coming up to you. That's speaking in tongues. That's all it is. You know, you feel it already? So what you do? And just speak those out in faith. Just speak them out. It's not complicated. Just pray with me. All you got to do is just open your mouth and speak it out. Sotini Atara, he's already given you the utterance. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank you, Lord, for stirring up the gift. Domra Tanidi Eterako O Flekloso. Bondo Ofrini Benini Kosota Ramane Ala Afrara Dehish Dohoho. Just pray with me. Just you don't have a mic on. I got a mic on, so <laughs> just pray with me. Say the first syllable. Dani oso tororoko frane ataramondani eti kelosto. There you go. Mana kofrodo otklingi kanosi amro vani ataliento. Shotaramo. Now speak it just loud enough so I can hear it. Dotokonomo. I'll even hear what says. I'll turn the mic away. Watch this, okay? Do you trust me? Okay. I'm not going to embarrass you, but, but watch. All right, now just keep looking at me, but I want you to just pray in the Spirit again. Just pray right here. I'm going to be quiet. You don't, they may or may not hear you. It doesn't matter. But watch what happens. As soon as you do that, you're going to stir up the gift. You'll feel that flow immediately in you, okay? Go ahead, just pray. You can close your eyes if you want to so you don't have to look at me. Sota. Just speak it loud enough so I can hear it. You feel that flow? As soon as you started speaking, it started flowing, didn't it? Yeah, glory to God. Did you know you can decide to pray like that at any time? Yeah, you do now. <laughs> Amen. All right, now pray with me just a little bit louder. Mota de cose fatana mosto frakadamasa. Yakadoko de nikade base. Now, who turned on the flow? Me or you by yielding to the Holy Ghost? When you start praying like that, it's like you flip the switch of the Holy Ghost in you. All of a sudden, just like that, you flip the normal of God on in your life. Is that right? You can do that any time of any day. What a blessing of God. Amen. Glory to God. So taracodamoso by taking a sotafe, so taramoso. So hotaracodamoso. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. 
Hokoroma say the best day. Tanamoso Tromoso. Hey, sweetie. Come here. Let me pray for you. Thank you, Lord. Kotanamoso. Thank you, Lord. Just raise your hands. The Lord's been moving on you recently, and He's been moving on your heart. He's been drawing you. It's almost like He's been asking you to do good things, and you've been listening. I know you have. I can tell. I can sense it. He's been asking you to do some great things, and you've been listening. And I just want to pray that you'll be strengthened. Just keep on going down that line. Amen? Is that all right? Okay. Just say, Lord, I receive right now. Father, Lord, I'll pray. That's fine. Just receive. Lord, right now, bless her, strengthen her, and overflow her in Jesus' name. Let her be anointed to follow the path that you have for her and to fulfill that. Lord, let your anointing overflow her life and let your goodness pour out of her like never has it happened before. It'll be on a different level. Even, even mom will say, oh my goodness, you're like a different girl. And it'll be awesome and it'll be blessed and it'll be God who's, who's blessing you. Lord, right now, let your power be all over her. Let your power anoint her and strengthen her. Let it shield and protect her. Shield her from the wrong thoughts. Shield her from the wrong people. Shield her from the wrong circumstances. And let your blessing overflow. Let her sense and feel your power in every area of her life. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Did you feel his love pour out on you? Did you? What did it feel like? <laughs> That's a great explanation. Amen. <laughs> she went, all of the stuff. That's the peace of the Lord. I just pray that on every one of you right now. Let, let all of the stuff, Lord. In Jesus' name. Let the strength of the Holy Ghost come on every person and be a blessing in Jesus' name. Let me come this way. Were you touched tonight? Amen. Glory to God. So pleased that you came up. Can I pray for you? <laughs> I knew you'd say yes. It's like, well, duh. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. I still wanted to ask you permission. Lord, let your anointing flutter in Jesus' name. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Lord, flood her. Your joy has been touching her. Your hope has been striking her. Lord, let that hope strike through. Reach the, reach the inner pieces of her heart. That her whole life takes such a swing upward that it's noticeable by everyone. Lord, let that hope not just hit to the side, but let it hit the center of its target. The joy, the confidence, the expectation, the faith, and love. Let, it, let her walk in them at different levels, higher than she ever has before. Lord, let there be a reality of your goodness that floods. Let the, the reality of your goodness flood her life like never before. Let your power touch her life and lead her into the great places that you have destined her to be in. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We lost music. We lost all kinds of stuff. Ushers.
ushers. Come on, that's what the peace does to you. Chris, come here. I know y'all are catching. I know y'all received while you're catching, but you need a fresh filling. Every one of you need a fresh filling. If I haven't prayed for you for that yet, I want you up here. You need to be anointed to be an usher. <laughs> you might have slippery shoes one night. Just raise your hands in Jesus' name. Not a muscle. Fill them and overflow them in Jesus' name. Yeah, from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. You've been, you've been moving more into the deep things of God. Thank you. You've been moving more in the deep things of God, more than you ever have, but you're just beginning. There's more in Jesus' name. There's more in Jesus' name. Ho, 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 ho. You got a great touch last night, but it's just the beginning. In Jesus' name, fill him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. In the name of Jesus, Shotanadi, fill him and overflow him. In Jesus' name, Shotanamoso, Shotanamon. Train wrecks are great nights. Welcome to Ushering 101. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good start. If you can, if you can do that, you can do the rest of it. <laughs> and limp. Ho ho I see the glory of God coming on you in such a way that it's coming out of your pores. I see the glory of God permeating you through every atom of your being. The glory of God overflowing. It's coming out. It shines in your hairs. It comes out of your fingertips in Jesus' name. Fresh filling in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I strike all of that that has come against your family. I strike it out of your life in the name of Jesus. Let it never, ever prevail against you or your bloodline ever again in Jesus' name. Yeah, the strength of the Lord will rise upon you, will rise upon your family. The strength of the Lord in times where you've fallen and failed before, the strength of the Lord will be there. You just turn your eyes and your tongue to the things of God and watch how his power will flood you. Pray in the Holy Ghost and watch how you'll stir up the gift in the middle of what used to be a darkness that would sink you. But the prayer of the Holy Ghost will enlighten you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. <laughs> That's his wife. So they're, they're connected. Yeah, come here. Bring her here. Bring her here. Bada bata kana moso. Boda moso boso bo. Bada kana. 
Now that's a reception that's meant to be normal for you. That's a reception that's meant to be normal. In Jesus' name. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Stand him up. Go to Mosa. If you weren't awake. Did you enjoy that a little bit? <laughs> Fresh infilling of the Holy Ghost. Lord, baptize them with the Holy Ghost and fire in Jesus' name. Every thought, let every thought be removed. Lord, I just believe in you and I receive in you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Upsy daisy. Upsy daisy. Well, it's been a healing week. It's been a healing week. God has fixed some things that needed fixing. <laughs> God has fixed some things that needed fixing. That's his wife. They're connected. Jeez. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Woo-hoo. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I got healed last night. That was the other one. I knew I was remembering. I was having pain. I prayed before I went to bed. No pain. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I knew there was another one we were missing. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Who's supposed to wrap this up? Have you, gotten, have you seen some amazing acts this week? I mean, I really planned on going through the book of Acts, and we really only got through chapter one and a half. But it was, it was good. It, it was good. And the Lord did what he needed to do. He, what you saw was a, a book of amazement and a book of God's normal. And it's time for Boomerang to walk in just that. To walk in just that. Amen. To walk in God's normal. Stop taking the earth's normal. as Stop taking our cues from the earth. It's corrupt. Let's take our cues from God where it's normal. Amen. Glory to God. All right. I am supposed to wrap up, but I have someone on my foot, so I'm going to do it from here. <laughs> so baptism service is Sunday. <laughs> it's going to be great. If you're getting baptized, feel free to go sign up. If you feel led to go be baptized, go sign up and rest tomorrow. Get ready because Sunday is going to be even better. God doesn't do stuff smaller. So if this is what tonight's like, imagine what Sunday is going to be. Get prepped, get ready, and come in Sunday ready to receive. Yeah. Love you. Amen. Be blessed. Go home. <laughs>